What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of America, of Mar-a-Lago, of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? We're pro-life tech stuff, where life has never been more sacred and more protected than it is right now in America. So I feel, uh, I don't know if there's ever been a better Christian, to be honest, because, and I've never even been to church tech stuff. That's, <laughs> it's like, I'm a, I'm like a Christian phenom, you know, where it's like, he was just, maybe he's born with it. Maybe he's Christian phenom, you know, instead of Maybelline. So you're Christian phenom. So it's basically like you were just a naturally gifted Christian, like a, a guy who picks up a football, who's never thrown a football before and throws it like 60 yards. And you're like, how'd you learn how to do that? And he's like, this is my first time no. throwing a football. You're just a natural. A seven, excuse me. Excuse me. Horrible analogy. 75 yards. <laughs> Okay. That was a horrible analogy you made. I'm like a phenom who picks up a football and throws it 75 yards. You say 60 yards, and I'm like, who the hell is that? That's that's nothing. So yes, it's like I woke up and then one day they were just like, You might be the best Christian we've ever seen. How long have you been doing Christianing? And I said, I never did Christianing. This is my first time Christianing. And they were like, Get the heck, they say heck. You know, you got to be PC. Jesus was very PC. But they say, get the heck out of here. And I go, no, never <laughs> never did Christianing before. First time. <laughs> a lot to talk about this week, Mr. President. A lot to talk about. I saw you. It's had... almost like, you know, this is why we still yes. have the podcast tech stuff. You know, they walk around. No, you're not the president. Who's having a bigger impact right now? The Trump presidency or the Sleepy Joe comatose high gas price presidency? Uh, definitely yours. I mean, there's so many things that happen at your rallies. And let, let's just start here. We have so many things to talk about today. Roe v. Wade. Over you, know you know who's coming in after the, uh, you know, who's coming in a little later. I know. After we talk about these three cases, we're going to have uh, Rage Special and Brett guest. come in. Oh, boy. And, and, and give his uh, point of view. I don't. You know, if you, you think you've seen him drink before, <laughs> sure I mean, this guy, <laughs> this guy is so pro-life. He's, you know, he's getting a designated driver. That's how pro <laughs> he's so oh pro-life. He's like, we're not going to do vehicular manslaughter this time because he's so pro-life. <laughs> That's so nice of him. So Roe v. Wade overturned marches going around all over the country and by the um, way, yes. I, excuse me. I actually, there was a clip from this program. It was a different tech stuff guy than you, but it was mm -hmm. in 2018. Remember that? Many years ago. Yes. There was an episode in 2018 after we had put Rage and Brett on the court where I predicted that we were going to grab Roe by the pussy. <laughs> this is, and, and the people that listen to the show, they go, this is fun. This is very informative. This is very patriotic. I called it. Remember when Babe Ruth called his shot and he took his bat out and said, I'm a fat fuck and I'm going to hit it over there. I don't know if he said those words, but yes. That's what I did. 
I called the shot. And this, by the way, was before we had, uh, no, this was, or was this after, Gore, this might have been after Gorsak. It might have been after Gorsak, but either way, 2018, the podcast was new. I actually, if you listen to it, I sounded very differently because I hadn't done as many rallies. So I sounded very smooth, very New York. Mm. And, you know, I slowed it down for my supporters. Now I speak in a very presidential, very, very strong tone. But we called this four years ago. We said we were going to grab Roe by the pussy, and we did. It's called Promises Kept, Promises Made, Promises Kept. People think this is the start of the downfall of our country. There are many upset people. Social media is on fire. Now, I know you are very, very pro-life and now everything is going down to the states um i know dick sporting goods just came out and said they don't care what the country has decided if you want an abortion we will pay for it i think they're paying up to four thousand dollars for you to travel to where you need to go to get your abortion um well I, yes I, dick sporting goods said that but my new gelato shop called loads is uh actually firing anybody who gets an abortion so it's all balancing out but trump's trump's loads is they're saying it's the greatest gelato shop they say it's a big creamy gelato right down your throat trump's loads trump's loads gelato or is it just called trump's loads you do trump's loads and then in parentheses underneath it says gelato and you get the great uh the great gelato we have you know we have you know we have flavors giuliani's gelato <laughs> which is vanilla with a streak of chocolate turd running down the side. Okay. What else? Uh, we have Mike Pence's uh, tra- treasonous banana split. Are, are there any flavors named there to Ivanka? Since I know what, you know, it's your. Oh, no, I mean, uh, come on. Is there, a fla- is there a flavor named after Ivanka? Vanilla flick your bean. <laughs> and it's you get two scoops and then two nice perfect cherries on top right in the middle of the two scoops no bra just just gelato it sounds delicious are there any for melania any flavors for melania oh melatonin mesopotamia does rage and bread have a flavor root beer rage ragin rum rape <laughs> because it's so aggressive you, you, you eat it and it's so aggressive you're like what the hell is happening it's like my taste buds can't consent to this it's too powerful last person I want to ask about does Putin have a flavor no he does not he, doesn't like, he doesn't like gelato no no it's excuse me gelato mm. is an American thing so we only have Americans with flavors with gelato I think gelato is technically Italian Italian American Sopranos and Columbus. Well, I think it's like, I mean, it was brought over here. I think it's really not Italian American. It's like in Italy, it started gelato. Oh, okay. I didn't realize I was with international guy. I thought it was tech stuff guy. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, tech stuff. You're fired. <laughs> Enjoy your last episode. So you don't care about how women, most women, I think it's, it was a poll taken, I think 67% of women in this country 
disagree with the decision of Roe v. Wade being overturned, what would you like to say to those 67% of women who disagree with you? Nobody wants to have sex with you. Out of all that, you don't think you'd have sex with one of those women? Consensual? Either. Oh, well, now you just opened up. Now it's a lot more opportunity. If if consent is not, you didn't say consent was optional. Uh, No, I would say we leave it up to the states. And if you're pro-life, you're pro-life. And if you're not, you're not. And it's it's called states' rights, and it's called originalism. And then the founding, the founding fathers, they didn't talk about abortion. And some of those guys were raping slaves, so they would have, if they had, they clearly thought about childbirth, you know. And and they didn't, they didn't have any exceptions to the mother when they were raping slaves. So it's called originalism. And the founding fathers did not; they were very pro-life. They were very pro-life and pro-slave. They were not pro-abortion. And we have to listen to them because other than me, they're probably our smartest people. Do, do you think this is foreshadowing to a possible civil war since this is going to divide our country and most likely the red states are going to um, have have no abortion in the state and blue states are going to have abortion. So it will divide it almost like a union and confederacy. Is this a master plan Please elaborate on what you think of this. Here's what's going to happen. And this, you know, like I said, the, the left, they play checkers. And what do we play? Go, Go fish, fish. Which is a much more advanced game than chess. And what, what, excuse me, what we're talking about right now is we have all the guns in the red states. And now we're going to have so many more people because all these people, they're going to be having sex and being forced into having kids. And that's going to boost the population. I call it the idiot baby boom. In all the, in all the Trump states, you're going to have huge numbers of, of fat dummies, but who love guns and have lots of guns and prayer. We'll get to that. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Strong sneezing. Very uh, strong. Uh, no, just strong. Just okay. strong. I'll let you know it's just a very strong sneeze. <laughs> they, so we're going to have more gun-loving, broke idiots. Poor idiots with guns. And we're going to have so many. And everybody, oh, I want to. Anybody who wants, if has money and wants to go to one of the radical left states, they can leave. I'll take a plane, they'll, get, they'll move there. But over the course of the next 20 years, what you're going to see is the House of Representatives is all of a sudden going to shift into red states. We're going to have a lot more people in the House because they're going to say, oh, look at this, Mississippi, the fattest, dumbest, poorest state in the country. They have an extra 2 million people <laughs> because they're all, they don't know how to use condoms. They're fat, they're stupid. They love Trump. They love guns. So you're going to have a whole army of obese, broke people joining our military so they can get a college education or money. They're going to be buying guns because they have nothing else to do. They're going to be drinking Mountain Dew, getting very, very excited about life. And all of a sudden, you're going to see in 20 years, 
oh, look at this. The red states now have more, you know, they always talk about this, how all the blue states have all the people. But once you get rid of abortion in the red states, they're going to grow in population. They're going to grow in waistline because they have horrible diet habits. They're going to support me because they're low educated, low IQ individuals. And we're going to dominate for the next century with pro-life, pro-stupid, pro-poverty, pro-publica. We don't like them. They do radical left journalism. And uh, Propecia, for Will Smith's wife. Alopecia? Alopecia. Who? Mr. President, the next case I want to talk to you about, there was a, a gun case that was recently ruled on, which makes it easier for concealed carry, especially in New York and New Jersey, which were some of the toughest states to have concealed carry. It's also going to um, make it uh, tougher to prosecute felons with illegal guns because um, the Second Amendment. What are your What are your thoughts on? these new rules in New York and New Jersey and uh, just about the second amendment and this gun ruling in general. An incredible win for Patriots for our second amendment and for our country. I think it's, how can you tell somebody they have to get permission to get a gun? If I pass the background check and the mental health, which is very important, mental health, we're saying it, that's how you know it's important. Mm -hmm. If you pass the mental health check and the background check, and you're an American, and you're the right age, and the right race, why can't you have a gun? And then the states like, the radical left states like New York say, you have to prove that you're in danger. Well, how about this? How stupid is that? You know what one way to prove you're in danger is? Getting shot to death. But then you can't go get a gun, can you? Oh, sir, sir, here's a death certificate. He's in danger. Can you now give him a gun for his funeral so that maybe he doesn't get shot again when he's being cremated? No, well, there's no point then. We're radical left and we're stupid. No, you have to get, if you want a gun, it's called the Second Amendment. It's called freedom. It's called constitution. And it's called truth social. Tiffany, stop eating your ass. <laughs> Thank you. Tiffany is, you know, hanging out at Mar-a-Lago this week and she's, you know, she's not barking, which is good, but she's really... You know, she hasn't gotten a date in a while, and she's just sort of leaning over and eating her own ass. Now, Mr. President, I want to get back into the, this gun case discussion, but um, we do have a sponsor this week, and Making Podcasts Great Again is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Our partner at BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info find all the latest odds news and sports developments including we have major league baseballs in full swing we have ufc fights every single weekend including regular mma um nfl futures nfl is right around the corner they all are um reporting to training camp and pre-camps now and i hope you won some money betting on the avalanche for the nhl stanley cup finals of course I did. I said, much like, the, you know what an avalanche is? Do you know what mm -hmm. it is? Yes. It's when a huge amount of white snow crushes everything in its path. An avalanche is basically like a January 6th, Mother Nature's version of January 6th, <laughs> where they just send a bunch of white people to destroy everything in its path. 
So I said, of course, I'm going to support the Colorado Avalanche. And they're going to win, and they're going to win very strongly, and they did. They did. It was a tough battle, and they uh, they actually uh, dethroned the two-time Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. Which is tough because, as you know, we, you know, it's sort of a win-win for me because I win the money on betonline.ag because the Avalanche did strong white dominance, which is mm-hmm. what an Avalanche is. But at the Tampa Bay Lightning one, guess where they were going to have their parade and party? The Trump Presidential Library between the two strip clubs in Tampa. So either way, I win. Uh, that is true. Also, Bet Online has a casino. So, in between the halves or quarters, you can bet on blackjack. You can bet on roulette. You can bet on crap. Can you do There's Russian? A, do, do they let you do Russian roulette? Not Russian roulette, but they do have a poker room. It's all live betting plus a casino. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device and sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code CLNS50 to get that bonus and get into the action. It's only on your first deposit, and it's promo code CLNS50. Bet online where the game starts. It's betonline.ag. Now, uh, back to this this gun case, Mr. President. I know you are all about uh, um, everyone carrying and Second Amendment strong. Now, you don't think this is bad because it does help out criminals in a way? It, you think criminal? You know why criminals are criminals? Why? Because they don't care what the law is. I'll tell you what helps. It helps hot women who don't want to be assaulted or catcalled by, you know aggressive Latinos or African-Americans, and now they can have guns and say, don't catcall me. And if they catcall, they might get gat called, if you know what I mean. Pop, pop. One more case I want to discuss with you, and then i love to speak to Rage and Brett if he well, can he's, still he's, speak. He's, he's, no, he's actually in the kitchen. He's, shot, he's shotgunning. He's shotgunning a white claw. Apparently, he's toning it down today. Very wow. weird. Very strange. Uh, there oh, is... no, I'm sorry. No, no. You know what? He's. I know what he's doing. He sees a 20 year old woman that he's trying to impress nah. in Mar-a-Lago. So you know, he's went in Rome. You know, <laughs> he probably pre-gamed and drank half a keg. Well, there is a, a prayer case that the Supreme Court just Strong ruled on. Prayer. A football coach would pray at the 50-yard line with whoever would join him from his team at the end of every game at the 50-yard line, very important. And the school suspended him. It went to the Supreme Court, and they said that it was just his First Amendment rights. Um, And apparently that is um, not mixing church and state, which I don't understand how. What are your thoughts on this ruling? I think it's a beautiful ruling because one of my very strong Christian habits is to fondle cheerleaders at the 50 yard line as part of my spiritual practice, they call it. So I'm glad that this is now protected first amendment speech. Um, I think it's a great thing. You remember you're, you're a football fan, right? Tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember this uh, African-American named terrible Owens. Uh, Terrell Owens. Yeah. However yes. you pronounce it. It's, yes. 
He would remember he was in Dallas, which is of course owned by my great friend and supporter Jerry Jones. Yes. And he ran with the football and he put the football like a very arrogant black. He ran it to half and put it in the star. Do you remember this? This was like I a do. When, he played, when he played for the 49ers, he did that. If I... He ran, he put it in the star. Mm-hmm. And you remember the left criticizing anybody from the left saying that's not okay? I don't know. I just remember the Dallas Cowboys not appreciating it. I don't know if it was really a political thing, but. Do you remember the left that's now that's constitutionally protected? He wants to he wants to disrespect the the star in Dallas, a great great uh, strong conservative state. Did the left did the left ever say that oh, we defend terrible owns or we we criticize? No, they did. They ever criticize terrible owns? I I don't. I just think it was it was Cowboys fans who were very upset with this. All right. So the left that they couldn't be, but oh no, we don't mind if if he wants to, you know, do strong symbolic gestures and. But all of a sudden, it's a simple white coach from, was he from Maine? Uh, One of those piece of shit states. I can tell you in a minute, but you can keep talking and I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, And he just just quietly went out to the 50-yard line and said, Thank you, Lord. Please injure the kids on the other teams next week so that we can continue to win, Lord. And people act like that's worse than... So So when Terrible Owens wants to be nasty and do things at the 50-yard line, it's totally okay with the left. But then, Washington State high school football coach. Okay, so very close to Maine. And the... This humble, prayerful coach... Just as a quick prayer for nobody to see. He's not showing off. He's just going to the 50-yard line of the football field in front of, you know, everybody and saying a quick prayer. And so what if, like, two-thirds of the team just walks over and prays with him? I think that's good. I think more prayer. We need more prayer in schools and more prayer in football fields and less sex ed, less abortion, less sexual education, more truth social. Now, Mr. President, I'd like to ask Judge Kavanaugh. Is, is, it, uh, is it my time to join the show? Okay, yes. Agent, Brett, Agent Brett, I'm going to take a quick five and I'll be back. Hello, tech stuff. This is one of the greatest days of my life. This week has been um, just uh, very strong, as the president would say, and just... Uh, you know, we stood up for the Constitution and the sanctity of life and guns. And uh, I'm just so happy. I, I actually, you know, I'm, I'm, I only had a six pack today because I, I, I wanted to feel this victory more. I wasn't trying to numb the pain anymore. Well, you had a very, very busy week. <clears throat> I just like you give me to run down. I'm going to mention uh, the cases that you actually ruled on and just give me your opinion on it. Um, overturning Roe versus Wade. It felt good, to be honest, to to be able to lie to the Senate when they were confirming me and say, uh, you know, I think it's settled law and I, I, I respect precedent. You know what I was doing when I said that I was making the jerk off motion underneath the bench. <laughs> and I was I was actually spraying my load on Susan Collins face when I lied to her. And that felt good because you know what? 
you can't accuse me of anything if it's just in my imagination. And, you know, I, I was actually um, about two weeks before we voted on that case, I, I would I had had about um, two handles of vodka, you know, just kind of a chill night at home alone. <laughs> and I was actually visited. You know, it was like a Christmas carol, but instead it was it was a Trump abortion carol. I was visited by three of Donald Trump's, President Trump's abortions in the middle of the night. And, um, you know, I, I, I know I, I heard the bonus episode with Barton Trump. I'm going to try to do an impression of the, the, the babies that visit the Trump babies that, that you know, were <laughs> aborted that visited me in my drunken fever dream. Please. Excuse me, Mr. Justice. Excuse me. Excuse you know you're rude. You're rude. Excuse me. When my father uh had sex with that Russian prostitute, I didn't want him to to get rid of me. And I would love it if you could stand up for 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 life. And I said why don't you have a Russian accent? <laughs> Russian abortion. And he said, well, my my mom was shipped over here, so I was technically conceived. Excuse me. I was, excuse me. You're not listening. No, you're stupid. You're, I was conceived in America, and that's why I have an American accent. And then another one of the babies spoke up, and this one did have an accent. He was like, yet i was conceived in excuse me excuse me you're being rude i was conceived in moscow in highest level of cool hotel vlad putin brought me into with my mommy and donald trump uh, my daddy had sex with me in a very fancy moscow hotel and actually I was not traditional abortion. Uh, after that night, I was drowned with my mommy <laughs> in lake because mommy said she was going to sue for paternity. And so um, Mr. Putin and, and Daddy Trump, uh, they drowned me and my mommy in famous Russian lake. And so, you know, it was not medical abortion, but it was still, you know, kind of kind of abortion like old school like very old school murder abortion and you know i was listening to these two sad ghosts speaking to me and i i just thought to myself you know i was on the fence you know maybe that maybe to just curtail row but but after speaking to the to the two of them and then the third one um uh, uh showed up and um that was, to, you know, that was the most compelling case, to be honest, uh, when the third, the third Trump, uh, 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 you know, ghost showed up. What did the third ghost say? <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, Hugh, I was conceived in business trip to Tokyo, okay, and excuse me, you're not listening, you're being very rude, and you have to listen to me because you were at the 
Quincy Hilton in Tokyo and in uh, Shinzo, <laughs> Shinzo Abe, he brought, he brought the, the women, the sexy Asian women to Trump and Trump in his kingdom and I was conceived and then uh, they made my mom sit on self-flushing toilet, the self-cleaning toilet for three hours until they were convinced she could not uh, con continue pregnancy. So I was blasted with water, excuse me, you're not listening <laughs> to me being rude, no, you're rude. And uh, the uh, flushing toilet, you know, like a bidet, you know the bidet? Like a bit, but they, they, they fly and it shoots up, and she did this for three hours, and then I just went down the toilet, and uh, you know now I am very pro life. So you know those were such compelling cases. You know we're talking different ethnicities, different, and I I saw a beautiful tapestry of 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 what could have been if these lives had not been snuffed out? These these three children of international and domestic prostitutes that could have been uh, something so much more. And I thought, this is why our president is such a great leader, because he, um, much like his future wife, Lauren Boebert, he demonstrated through pregnancy termination how pro-life he really is. And, and, and I knew I was going to commit to overturning Roe v. Wade after I, it was really um, Trumpazaki was what the name of the, of, of the Asian Trump baby was. When, when he spoke to me, I was very touched. Uh, if any animators are out there, I love to see an animation of the three Trump abortion ghosts. Well, it's just, it's, it's, you know, some people will mock this and think it's a joke, but it was a very profound spiritual experience. And um, I just knew that, that that's how I had to decide the, the case. It was, it was a done deal. Now, Justice Kavanaugh, how about this, this uh, gun case you, you ruled on, which <clears throat> makes it easier to conceal carry in New York, New Jersey. There are uh, not as strict um, rules um, where um, governing yeah, well, you know people what they, you know and what, also that's what it's... they called my Johnson in, in Yale conceal carry because they're like he's got a gun in his pants and it also makes it um, tougher to really throw the book at felons with illegal guns so I guess it makes it easier for people to carry guns people feel safer that's very nice I think there's probably when it, more guns on the street, more people carrying more things can go wrong. And also you're giving criminals an advantage of having an illegal gun to have a less harsh of a sentence. What are your thoughts on this ruling? Well, I think that guns are very important. That's why I work out two tickets to the gun show, bro. <laughs> but um, I just think it's, uh, you know, as, as a, as a sexual assaulter with a wife and two daughters, I know how scary it can be out there for young women. I know that there are men out there like a young Brett Kavanaugh who won't take no for an answer. And I think it's important that our young women uh, be, be, be allowed uh, to, to arm themselves with the Second Amendment to protect themselves from, from future Brett Kavanaugh's. 
Now, would this be considered an abortion if a woman gets pregnant and then shoots the baby inside of her? Well, was the baby threatening her in any way? Um, Is the baby maybe not the same race as the mother? It's a possibility. Because that obviously could could trigger some some fears, you know. If perhaps you're you're a Caucasian woman and you're you're carrying a, you know, a, a, a baby that is that is only part Caucasian, and maybe maybe you you know too many nasty crime statistics, and all of a sudden when that baby, like if you're carrying a half black baby and that baby starts to kick you in the stomach, perhaps that's an assault, and a jury wouldn't convict you of of you know, of, of shoot. It was armed with an umbilical cord, your honor. And it was going to try and choke me out with the umbilical cord. I could see that being a defense. Okay. <laughs> Women take note of that. And the third thing I want to ask you about before we, we bring um, president back is the prayer. Case uh, you, uh, you know, on. he's really, yes. you're really giving Brett, you're really giving rage and Brett a lot of talk. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity because you know, we couldn't have done this without you. Yes. I know that Brett, even though you weren't very nice on my tax cases, we'll get to that later. We might have to abort you as the last, the last abortion before we go full pro-life might be Brett Kavanaugh. Sir, I don't want that. And after talking to your, the ghosts of your abortions, I, I would prefer to stay here among among the living. Now, the prayer case you ruled on with a Washington State football coach who would go to the 50-yard line after games and pray. I don't know if he encouraged or didn't encourage his players, but I'm sure if you go to the 50-yard line, you probably are encouraging your players to follow you. The school suspended this coach, went to the Supreme Court, and you ruled that um this is not a um this is a separation of church and state it's not a um they're not putting church into the school and he's allowed to coach still tell me how you came to uh, the conclusion in, in that case well you know i went to georgetown prep which is a which is a private <laughs> school not a public school and uh i would often i played football bro and often at the end of a game, I would, you know, I would kneel and say a prayer and, and just say, God, I hope, I hope Lindsay is at that party tonight. Cause I love her huge knockers in, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. So I understand the importance of prayer, uh, after a sporting event, you want to give all the glory to God and, and, and ask him to, you know, have the slutty girls show up to the party after the game. Um, but you know, what this coach was doing was, was just a humble exercise protected by the first amendment. Um, he wasn't, you know, just because your coach controls your, your playing time and possibly college recruitment, just because he walks out to the 50 yard line doesn't mean that you have to also pray with him even though he'll probably think that you're like cool and like somebody he likes, if you do pray with him. Um, I don't see that as any coercion. You know, I, I, I was told no by a lot of girls, I, I you know, in, in high school, you know? So, I mean, 
I didn't always listen, but you know, high school students are capable of at least expressing um, negative feelings, even, and you don't have to always respect them, but it's not like they're afraid to say no. So these kids, it wasn't like everybody was going to prayer rape them if they didn't go out to midfield with their coach. So they could probably feel totally safe saying, no, thank you. And I, I think it was a total, uh, as, as Don Jr. would say, a total nothing burger. You have to bring up Don Jr. We're having such a nice time, Brett, and you bring up Don Jr. Unbelievable. Sorry, sir. You know, I just, uh, you know, I was just quoting. I know he's not the coolest guy you are, but I, I just thought, you know, I, I made me think of nothing burger. Well, Justice Kavanaugh, I, I appreciate your your time tonight. Before we, we get back to the president, I would just like to let everyone know that the live Perfect 10 QAnon will be on June 29th on Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern, not on Thursday evening. So that is this Wednesday, patreon.com slash MPGA. We will have a special guest, Mr. Mitch McConnell, will be joining us for that episode. So you can ask the president some questions. You can ask Mitch McConnell questions. Uh, we got some special uh, things planned for that night. Again, it's patreon.com slash MPGA. And it's this Wednesday, the 29th, June 29th, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. The invites did go out today, so you should have gotten one on your Patreon inbox. <laughs> and uh, join any level, patreon.com slash MPGA. The bonus episodes have been... Some of the best ever people are saying people are still messaging, telling us to release the Baron Trump, which um, is still only Patreon. So patreon.com slash MPGA. Mr. President, are you back with if, us? You know, what? well, no, I, President, I could say one more thing. Tech okay. stuff. So watch your fucking mouth. Um, what I said. You know, that Barton Trump episode that people rave about if they if they liked my recap, my powerful emotional recap of Donald Trump's international abortion babies, then I can guarantee you they will love beyond any doubt the the Barton Trump episode, which was which was really some of the most powerful podcasting I'd ever heard. So thank you, Mr. President, for having me. Tech stuff. I'll fuck you up if I see you in the street. <laughs> Okay. okay, that's raging bread. Apparently, the beer is starting to uh, starting to hit, and the white claw is starting to take hold. Now, Mr. President, we I'm sorry for keeping you so much. Well, I didn't really keep you for all the time, but you were here. We have um, three more topics to get through here. Let's start quick. Yes, I don't know if you heard January 6th committee. There is a special session tomorrow. New compelling evidence has come out, and they're rushing this out. Are you worried? Have you heard any rumors? Um, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, my thoughts are Liz Cheney has a hell of a set of calves on her. Very strong toned calves. I think Liz Cheney probably wants, you know, as I said to previous episode, she's, as they call a pug. And I'm finding myself very attracted to her. She's such a nasty bitch. But uh, other than that, no, I'm not impressed. I'm not interested in whatever the hell this committee is doing. Oh, we have we have bigger. Oh, really? You've been working for like eight years now. Oh, we have we have extra bonus. What are they doing? A Patreon? Is it like the January sixth Patreon? They're like, oh, tune in tomorrow. You get the bonus content. <laughs> get out of here. Nobody wants your Patreon content January sixth. 
Uh, this is January uh, set. We're doing January 7 for the bonus content. Uh, here from uh, garbage you don't give a shit about. So uh, January 6th still does not worry you at all, even with this special announcement with new evidence. I wanted to ask you, you had a rally this past weekend and a woman by the name of uh, Congresswoman Mary Miller, and she spoke at this rally and great, she's great, ta- very, very talented, very, uh, very talented woman, very patriotic woman. Love, love Mary Miller. And she thanked you for a, a historic victory for white life. Can you elaborate on that, please? Elaborate on what? It was her it comment, was white, white life. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, I see. No, wait. I've even seen, don't think I haven't caught you sometimes wearing Black Lives Matter t-shirts <laughs> and you're wearing a fat black on your t-shirt right now. So that's interesting. <laughs> Everybody says Black Lives Matter. Oh, you, you got to say that or else you're racist. This is somebody who's simply saying, in this country, abortion is killing so many white lives. And she's a white lady. And she's proud. And she's happy that white life is being saved. And it's true. I'm saving all. I'm saving many lives of many different races. But it just so happens that one of those races is white. But no, you can't say that. Can you text stuff? You know the radical left. You can tell me. Why can't you say white life? I don't know. Wouldn't you be happy that it's all lives are being saved if you are such a uh, uh, good-hearted Christian? Wouldn't you just be happy? You don't see uh, race as a Christian. Cr- don't Christian you phenom. The good for everyone. Go, excuse me. Christian yes. phenom. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's a step above good Christian. And uh, it's like two steps above, to be honest. Uh no, because when people said all lives matter, we tried all lives matter. Remember we tried that? Remember we thought, and we were called racist. You're racist, sir. You said all lives matter. So we're done with all lives matter. We're going to say specific lives. And I say what I, I support that lovely woman from wherever the hell she was from. Was it Arizona? Uh, I'm assuming. Well, I'm just saying that I support her. And I support white lives. But I, I support all lives, but I think now it, all bets are off. But, you know, and white bets are off as well as black bets, but all bets matter and they're all off. All bets are off. And I will tell you this. If you can say black lives matter, then you can say white lives matter. And we're going to start saying that very strongly at our rallies. Illinois. She is from. Illinois. Oh, well, good. We, you know, it's good to be, you know, in Illinois, of all places, with the amount of black people getting shot in Chicago, I don't think they actually care about black lives. So somebody's got to care about some lives. So we say white lives. White lives matter. Some people are saying that she misread the teleprompter. Oh, no, no, no. I, that, that, I, I was so disappointed when she tried to say that. No, no, she read it. She read it right. The thing is, I think she read it right too. I agree with you because if you did, well, no, off stage, right, she used the n-word with me. So, she, so <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know why all of a sudden she's saying, "Oh, I meant to say the right to life." No, you didn't. You were, you were, you were saying n-word beyond backstage. So, of course, it's okay. It's okay. White lives matter. 
thing is, if you did not mean to say that, wouldn't you correct yourself right then and there? Exactly. Yeah. Are we actually agree for one stuck stuff? You do. You ever see me correct myself on stage? No. No. So everything's a truthism coming out of your mouth. And you, and when you're on Truth Social, you don't share tweets, you share truths. That's right. The last thing I want to talk to you about, Mr. President, I'm sorry to keep you over time today, but your former lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, was viciously attacked in a shop right. I don't know if you saw this. He was campaigning for his son, and he said he was slapped so hard in the back that he thought he was shot in the back. And then when video footage came out, it just shows like a little slap in the back. Just this guy harassing him. The guy is in the wrong, but did not really assault him, was just harassing him and shouldn't have put his hands on him. What are your what are your thoughts on your former lawyer? When I saw that tape of Rudy Giuliani getting raped. I I couldn't believe that there was an outrage, bipartisan outrage. I couldn't believe the left. The left was always talking about Me Too and assault and abortion and choice and rape. When I saw Rudy Giuliani get raped on video camera in you front of all a, those people. You saw a raping on that camera, on that tape. A full, hardcore rape. <laughs> First degree. Uh, I was appalled and I, I, I just can't, I'm, I'm Rudy Giuliani. He's a tough guy. He's so tough, stupid, has shit coming out of his forehead, bad lawyer, but very tough, greatest mayor in New York history. And it's not even close. And to see a person in a store, this is what happens now in, in, in New York city under the radical left. People are working. It used to be shoplifting. Now they're raping mayors. <laughs> This is what's happening in New York. So now it's a total disgrace. I hope he sues. I think he should press charges. I think possibly death penalty uh, for the person. But uh, we send uh, we send uh, two thoughts and four prayers to uh, Rudy Giuliani for a speedy recovery. That's very nice of you, Mr. President. Mr. President, thank you so much for spending another week with us and uh my heart goes out to the Giuliani family and I will see you again on Wednesday, June 29th, 8 PM Eastern time. And Mitch McConnell as well. That's right. To join up for this, go to patreoncom slash MPGA. It's a Q and a, we talk about some news stories, some special surprises planned for the evening. And um, it is only for perfect 10, but you can join at any level, enjoy the bonus episodes, enjoy uh, movie reviews, enjoy the special guests. And that's patreon.com slash MPGA. Mr. President, thank you so much for joining us again. And um, we appreciate you. Yes. I know these, these assholes probably aren't listening anymore, but was it your birthday yesterday? Uh, It was my birthday yesterday. Thank you for, for acknowledging that. Yeah, I simply acknowledge that I didn't wish you any kind of birthday. Simply stating, simply stating a fact. It's called facts. It's called Truth Social. If you're on Truth Social, if you could get through to Truth Social, you know we send uh, we send those Jewish chocolate coins on your birthday. If you're if you have a if you have a star and a number next to your account on Truth Social, 
uh, they send you uh, gold coins. Uh, That's sweet. And they dox you on Truth Social. So it's very... Uh, you, you're, you're not on Truth Social, so too bad. Uh, uh, thank you so much, Mr. President. And uh, the floor is yours. Uh, thank you. Hey, everybody. It's JL. Wow. <laughs> Join the Patreon, for Christ's sake. It's like you've been listening to the show. Some of you have been listening to this shit for like four years. And you're like, maybe next week. The Patreon is hot fire. Yes. Somehow we have been making better and better stuff, uh, you know, uh, throughout this nonsense. Um, only thing to announce. Well, not only thing, but I have uh, my shows in Boston, July 15th, two shows at City Winery. Uh, I know we had a great showing uh, last year. So I'm hoping all the Boston people who are uh, who are loyal supporters of the show show up again. Um Obviously, I got my own podcast and Patreon, uh, everything. All the links are on jailcomedy.com. And also Morristown, New Jersey. It looks like I'll be on a show August 19th at a theater in Morristown, New Jersey, which will be very cool. So in case you're still listening to this and you live anywhere near Morristown, New Jersey, uh, boom, that should be fun. So thank you for listening. Happy birthday, tech stuff. And uh, God help us all.